What do you want? Screaming queens. Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. Screaming queens horror podcast. What do you want? Screaming queens horror podcast to your death. Something is trying to get inside my body, and you want to sleep with me. Give me those shoes, they're mine. Give them back to me. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. What have you done to its eyes? I see no manhood between your legs. You're going to need death now. <laughs> the living dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Get away from her, you bitch! It was an asylum! And it was hell! 20 years of pure hell! The devil wins sometimes. What's that like to live deliciously? They're here. They're all gonna laugh at you! To a new world of gods and monsters. Welcome to Scream and Queens, the horror podcast with the queer eye view. Have we started? Where we... <laughs> 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 Is that being recorded? No, no, but I may as well tell the listeners that we've just decided that um, Macbeth... What, what order was it going? It'd be... Macbeth. Macbeth. The Macbeth, Day of Triffids, then The Happening. Yeah. That would be the historical order. Yeah, we've just realised that they're actually a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And they're going to form Lucy Worsley's next history series on BBC Two. About trees that talk to each other so, and yeah. attacks. Two, so we can enlighten all vegans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, a about storm is coming, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> about their problematic ethics. My name's Jonathan Larkin. I'm Martin Fennessy. I'm Stephen Watt. Uh, I'm Jonathan Butler. And on tonight's episode, I keep saying tonight like it's night time, but it's actually still day. <laughs> Night. It's evening. Yeah, so it's seven forty-five PM actually. So it's we could say that tonight. This evening on Radio Four. <laughs> <laughs> You've got really like Radio Four voice. Haven't you? Yeah. Are you going to? That's like, why. That's why you have me on this podcast. Are you going to leave us for dust and go up market? I am. <laughs> go on, Woman's Hour. Woman's <laughs> 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 Hour. Um, so uh, we haven't done like an originals versus remake episode. Have we ever done it? Yeah, we have once. What did we do? We did um, pickaxe. Oh, it was my <laughs> bloody, my bloody <laughs> balance. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. <laughs> if only, if only we were uh, we were vain enough to be filming this, you would have seen Stephen's impression. Of the, impression of yeah. it was pickaxe. It was, yeah, very. Bloody. It worked though. It's like. It did. It did. I wasn't. I wasn't threatened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't intimidated by. It's because I wasn't Stephen. Stephen's pickaxe skills. <laughs> well, actually, much like the much like the last one, then much like My Bloody Valentine, one of these is in three D. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Only it's flipped, isn't we it? We have a yeah. trend. Because this time the original, which isn't the original, is in 3D. That's going to be a niche podcast not seen, isn't it? Remakes where one of them's in 3D. Horror <laughs> 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 remakes where one's in 3D. You do Piranha. <laughs> 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 there we go. All over that. We've got even more exclusive now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even less people will listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, House of Wax is what we're covering tonight, but we're calling them Houses of Wax because we're talking about... The 1953 version versus the 2005 version. Masterpiece. I I was just saying before, I can't actually call one a remake of the other because they're so poles apart different. Yeah. 
literally one is just the the re, uh, remake took the name of the original of the original. Well, there was a it was this this is my complaint about this because isn't House of Wax the fifties version the remake of mm. House of Wax film from the thirties? Yes, which yeah. I was reminded of by somebody very clever on Twitter <laughs> last night when I I put the tweet out saying you know what do you prefer the original or the remake and, and this person very kindly replied saying you know actually I prefer the Vincent Price however you'll find that. And I didn't know the mystery of the Wax Museum existed. I just never knew that it was the same story. But they are exactly the same. It's not entirely... It's not like the mummy, which is yeah. fucking obvious. Yeah, yeah. Right throughout the ages. Yeah. It is. It's like a bit of a different title. So you wouldn't only immediately capture on, would you? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it did fill me with self-loathing that we didn't watch mystery of the Wax Museum because it stars um, Faye Ray. And Elsa Lanchester. Yeah. I did try, but it was in twenty parts on YouTube, oh. so I couldn't I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> um so anyway, um this is this we're talking about remakes in name only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but House of Wax two thousand and five is a remake of not House of Wax but Taurus Trap, which is a seventies slasher film and it's practically the same film. So it's a group of teens go off on a road trip, get sidetracked by a museum display on the side, and then there's happening. Ah, that's really interesting. Happening. So it's a lot yeah. closer to that, except that also has psychic powers in it. Okay. Yeah. And it's taught us trap. I've never seen it, so is it a good film? Yeah, it's great. It's trash. Yeah, it's great. But it's a lot. It's a lot closer to this. It's fun. It's weird. I've got this. I actually picked it up because I thought, oh look, that's a copy of House of Wax. Like, it must just be, like, a little crappy spin-off. Mm. Watch that, and then thought that this was all just, like... I was like, they've just ripped off the original House of Wax and made this, and then watched the original House of... Well, not, you know what I mean. Yeah, the 50s version. For our <laughs> intents and purposes, the original House of Wax, and then realised that that one just had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It feels yeah. more like what I was watching. It's more like Murders in the Room or something, isn't it? It's, House of Wax, the, yeah, the 50s the House of Wax. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, totally. It's more like that. It's more like yeah. one of those, like... Sort of a Jello would be based on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Or Edgar Wallace novel, something like that. So should we? I thought should we just do? We'll do the fifties version, and then we'll do the noughties version, and then we'll compare. I mean, you can't really jump between the two because they're so different. So you can't say, oh, this scene was better in the in the other version because the scenes are all completely different. There's like two moments that I think. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And how do you compare the actors? How do you compare Paris Hilton with Vincent Price? Well, Vincent Price <sighs> never reached those levels. Yeah, well, no, no. I don't think you can give head as good as possible. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. Um, Maybe cards. That's why his career's <laughs> shit. <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Vincent Price. <laughs> 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 Oh, we all. Yeah. Even Ben. I was was thinking about Chad Michael Murray giving her. I'm sure. (laughs) Ben came in 10 minutes before it finished. He was like, who's he? (laughs) He's the low rent drug adult. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Slash Brad Pitt. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we don't want to be um, premature with Chad Michael Murray. (laughs) So, uh, first up, well, second up, I suppose, was the 1953 version of The House of Wax. Um, Sorry. Rude. <laughs> 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 I 
can you please turn off the sound on your butt plug? Yeah. <laughs> I'll turn the vibrate off as well. <laughs> Theatre is pleased to announce the opening soon of the most astounding motion picture since motion pictures began. Nineteen fifty-three, House of Wax, was directed by Andre de Toth. That sounds like a fake name. It does, yeah. Yeah, he was on the run for something. <laughs> well, he was a commie. That's like a <laughs> like some sort of esoteric reference. Toth. A commie. Yeah. Well, he's blacklisted as a commie, wasn't yeah. he? And he was uncredited. So, but actually, sometimes people did get credited under yeah. fake names yeah. to escape. The fact that they'd been given work. Yeah. yeah. Could be. So it could be. So in The House of Wax, 1953, Professor Henry Jarrett loses his wax museum and his life's work when his corrupt business partner burns it down for the insurance. Yeah. He's left burned and scarred and confined to a wheelchair, but he's determined to relaunch his museum, this time with an emphasis on the macabre, recreating murder scenes both historical and contemporary but some of the models start to look eerily familiar, bearing more than a passing resemblance to local murder victims. And that's essentially the story in a nutshell, isn't yes. it? So there will be spoilers in this episode. Um, for the 66-year-old film. For a 66-year-old <laughs> film. So there you go, just so you're warned. Um, first impressions of the film, um, Jonathan? I loved it. It was great. It's a, it's a price swap. You know, what more do you need? You could watch... Anything with Vincent Price in is worth watching. Yeah, pretty much. I don't. I don't think you could argue with that. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's true. It just he just brings so much to any role that you give him. It's within five minutes of this film, he's already outacted everyone in the fucking remake. Yeah, in the remake. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Apart from Paris Hilton. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this is just to jump but in, this was your idea to, to, to cover these yeah. films. So why? Well, I'd always loved the 2005 one. It's one of those ones that was in me collection when I was growing up. Yeah. And I just think it's, I love it. It's great. We'll get into is it. Is it up there with Freddy versus Jason for you? Like, completely. Cabin <laughs> <laughs> in the woods. Just like a sneak peek. I just think it's a perfect popcorn horror. Okay. That's what I think of it. And it's great. So is this. So is the, so and then, the 50s one, isn't it? This is just I just I got this the other month on Blu-ray and I was just watching it. I was so in awe of Vincent Price and this one. I just think it's beautiful and it holds up so well mm. that I was just like, we need to convert these two villains because they don't have anything to do with each other. And <laughs> yes, they're fucking great. Good idea, yeah, totally a good idea. Martin, um, I just love when this era of um, Hollywood or filmmaking does Victorian gothic it yeah. does it so well and I always wonder whether it's because it was almost within living memory and they just yeah. I don't know it just seems so atmospheric in a way that if people try to do it now it sometimes doesn't quite work yeah um, but there is something about 
that Victorian Gothic and the, that Hollywood conservatism that mixes really, really well, mm-hmm. especially with women in peril. Yes, mm. completely. Completely. So this film was widely credited as being the one film that made Vincent Price the horror star he is today. Mm. It really was the springboard for him. Uh, and I can, I can, can totally understand that. He just gets to chew the scenery, doesn't he? Mm. But he doesn't do it in like a way that takes you out of it. He doesn't do it in a way where you think this is just ridiculously camping over the top. He he just in, he injects everything with with real with reality with humanity, yeah. doesn't he? Because he's such a good actor. Yeah, very handsome as well. Mm. Yeah, and I think that, I don't know. There's there's he is very over the top, but yeah, like you say, there's like such a light touch to it. Um, but I don't know, it just fits with the melodrama of the story, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's had this wax museum where he's recreated scenes from history and, you know, he sees it as an art and it's like yeah. sculpture. Yeah. And his business partner is, uh, partner is want to pursue the commercial... Yeah. The commercial line and the chamber, go, chamber of horrors, the chamber of horrors, which yeah. is much more successful down the road, and that's horrifying to, to yeah. Doctor Jared, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, there's a line there at the very start where Vincent, where he says to him, doesn't he? Um, there are still some people in this world who love beauty. Yeah, and that's yeah. like right at the bit, the opening scene, basically, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, a he, strange way to open your horror film. Yeah, mm. to talk about how it's not high art and like. <laughs> essentially have a little dig at it and mm. then delve right into it. It's sort of knowing in a way, yeah. isn't it? It's what I suppose you call it meta now. Yeah. It's got that sort of knowing vibe to it. I think there was a lot of that with this film. Even, I think, we'll probably come up to it eventually, but I think a lot of the jokes, a lot of the crack about women in this, even even then I felt like they were taking the piss. I don't think they were serious. Mm. I think it was, this was like people in the 50s going, oh, look what people in the, at the turn of the century said about women. Yeah. So even then, people would probably look at it now and be like, oh, be all sniffy about it. But I think even then, it was probably a joke. They were probably still taking the piss out of the people of the past. Okay, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. even then. Yeah, and I think Vincent Price takes the piss out of himself mm. with a lot of the jokes as well. I think that a lot of what he talks about, about people being overdramatic and you just couldn't resist taking one last bow <laughs> and stuff like that. It's... yeah. He's taking the piss out of the over-theatrical person whilst being the most over-theatrical person. But she's always been good at I mean, if you go back here and listen to our live episodes on Theatre of Blood, we talked about that a lot, didn't we? The fact that he's got that sort of glint in his eye mm. and that humanity about him. He's, he's such an amazing actor. So I love the 3D titles in this yeah. film. Everything stands out. So so uh, this film was made in 3D. Was this one of the first? Natural Vision 3D. Natural it's Vision. the second <laughs> film to feature film from a major studio to be released. But the first one in colour, and it came out two days after the first one in black and white. Right, right. It took okay. a personal over that one. <laughs> yeah. And it was a huge hit as well. And then it had the um, stereophonic sound as well, so yeah. it had <laughs> sound around the theatre, only in certain theatres because most of them couldn't do it. Yeah. But it had a screen track at the back as well. Wow. I just think sounds fun. Screen. So does that mean they play so screams? Like, just then? played screams from behind, just so that if you were like sitting in the audience, you'd feel like the people behind you were screaming, screaming. <laughs> and then you'd great. scream because they were screaming. That's great. I mean, one of the things I love, one of the strengths of the film is it's got a ghost train vibe to it, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Where certain things happen and you, you and you think, oh my god, they really went out all out to make people scream, and it, it for the most part, I think it really works as well. I, yeah. I found parts of the film really, really fucking creepy. 
there's, there's a scene at the end that I thought was really quite dark and I wasn't expecting it at all. I was like, this, where did this come from? Was, yeah. I'm, 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 I'll talk about it later. I don't want to jump too far. Ahead. Okay, well, it's interesting in the beginning there, isn't it? Because he has got this dedication to his art and to beauty. But I made a note and said he, he actually he does have a, an unnatural relationship with his characters before anything happens, yeah. doesn't he? You, it's, it, there's, there's an unnatural connection and yeah. love for those yeah. characters. And he talks about you, Marie Antoinette, and people say you could see that her... her her um her breasts rise and fall as she breathes and yeah. the eye and yeah. you know, one of them says the eyes almost follow you and he's trying to find the right model for Joan of Arc which I thought he already had because it looked like Joan Crawford. Mm. It did. <laughs> I did. I did worry about the Joan of Arc because I thought that hair isn't very accurate. No. Um, <laughs> But um, I'm at the bit where he says to Mario Antoinette, forgive me, my dear, for discussing your intimate secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was a bit of a weird connection yeah, there. Was, well, it was almost laying the ground for things to go horribly wrong later on. Yes. Or, almost <laughs> yeah. immediately. Totally, yeah. <laughs> well, I made a note of one of his lines that he says at the start where he's talking to Sidney Wallace, is it, where he's talking about Mario Antoinette and his comments, his exact quote is, I've done it a dozen times. <laughs> and she never complains. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down to, I've done it a dozen times and she never complains. It's like, yes. Is he, yeah. is he banging these dummies as well yeah. do you think yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll be on this morning with, with yeah. well, there's in been... the original yeah. one, like the original original um, apparently that was pre-code and he did lean heavily into the necrophilia yeah, yeah. so I think they are kind of nodding to it on purpose but the fu- and the funny thing is that my next my next line that I picked out after that is that they always want to call yeah. <laughs> <They always laughs> <say that. laughs> you have to say in a, like a Cindy Lauper New York yeah. Yeah. voice That's it's amazing a... Kathy, isn't it? Kathy, Kathy is amazing. Like the highlight of the film it's for me. So before, so um, essentially, yeah, the, the opening is we get to meet um, Dr. Professor Jared and then we get to meet his dodgy partner and then it all goes horribly wrong because the partner just won't take no for an answer about the yeah. insurance scam and he just knocks him out and sets fire to the place <laughs> and leaves him to burn to death. And can I say that melts and wax figures is genuinely scary? It's creepy. Because yeah. like, yeah. it's like the eyes. It's like, mm. it's like the, the skin burns and the eyes just kind of bulge out. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Although I don't think it was funny that Joan of Arc was like the last one to catch fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like kindling. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually twigs <laughs> underneath there ready to go on fire. <laughs> But she's not going to go on fire to last. Yeah. yeah, but if you if you actually look on the fire, it's very very controlled, like little yeah. just a little patch of fire here, yeah. just a little patch yeah. of fire. Here. <laughs> it was um, actually quite an intense fight scene. I thought at the start, the yeah. lot of the physicality, and it was uh, it was sloppy, but in like a good yeah. way. Like it felt like in a, the way like a real fight. fights so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So not long after that, we this is when we meet Kathy, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, is that um? Is it what's the name of it? Mar Flanagan or something? What's the name of the boarding house that they try to turn? Yeah, Mar Flanagan. Mar Flanagan's no, boarding house. She's there with the partner first, isn't it? They're sitting in a conversation yeah. about yeah. going to Canada, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So and he's talking about the fire and the fact that, that um, he, re- he rescued, he tried to rescue, rescue his yeah. friends. And the insurance companies are, are playing up, aren't they? And that's when Kathy says, I can't do it in New York, I can't do it in a corpse. <laughs> That's true. And then she's like, yeah, I'm talking about the insurance, and oh, how much did you get? Yeah. yeah. And then the very next line is, let's go and get married. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. She fucking knows the score, doesn't she? She's yeah. amazing. <laughs> she's the consummate gold digger. She's <laughs> yeah. fabulous. And she's like, yeah, you know, legitimate. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. 
I fucking love her. She's great. She's like iconic. She's like, you know, when you meet her, she's the plucky mate, so she's going to die. Yeah. But I did I did think we get it a bit longer than we got it yeah. for. Mm. I thought it was really I thought we'd actually see her though, so, like properly. Yeah, it's, just, it's a shame it was off screen. I love her little laugh as well. Yeah. yeah. Her laugh great. is just like so innocent baby doll, yet yeah. like creepily kind of knowing and controlling. She's, she's got that screwball comedy edge to her, mm-hmm. I think. I want a waist like Anna Hill. If I pull it any tighter, you're not going to be able to breathe. Oh, oh, that's all right. I don't need much breath anyway. As my late friend Maddie used to say, if a girl don't watch her figure, the man won't. Maddie, wasn't that the man you were going to marry? Yes, but he hung himself instead. (laughs) Oh, Maddie was such a card. Well, where's your new friend going to take you tonight? To Hoffman House for dinner, and then to Tony Pastor's for the vaudeville show. That sounds like fun. Oh, yeah, he's a free spender, all right. A little bit older than I like him, but awfully distinguished looking. Is he nice? Oh, awfully nice. A real gentleman, except when he's had a couple of drinks in him. (laughs) That's to be expected. I'm moving up. I'm moving up in the world, honey. No girl ever hits the jackpot till after she passes 14th Street. Oh, is that how it goes? Sure. Look at me. Not too long ago, I was down on Delancey Street. And tonight I'll be right up there among the bright lights on 23rd. Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. He keeps trying to pour the liquor into me, but I always manage to keep my head. After all, now that I'm going regular with a swell, I got social obligation. <laughs> you know how it is when a fella... Uh, no, of course you don't know. You're not like me, Sue. You never could be. You got all the brains and... All I got is what I got. You know, I'm surprised you even talked to me. That's such nonsense. You've been so good to me. Oh, why not? Girl needs a friend when she's down on her luck. So it's Carolyn Jones who plays it, who we know more uh, for Morticia Adams. She was Morticia yeah. Adams in the Adams Family. Also nominated for an Oscar four, yeah. four years after this for her role in, in a film called The Bachelor Party. So I'd made a note that less than five minutes after the opening, we already see... Vincent Price skulking around in the shadows. They don't waste any time, do they? Yeah, I think because of the way they set it up with him being there as two different in two different forms, mm. you get away with showing it. Yeah, early. and I just really enjoy it. It's got that smuggy. Yeah, that's a Victorian. Mm. It's got like that. That's what I was saying. It's like Edgar Wallace. Like it's it's like yeah. the foggy Victorian London almost, like stalking around or like mm. Phantom of the Opera or something. Jack like the Ripper. Yeah, yeah, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Like, gave me Jack the Ripper vibes yeah. totally. I was getting Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack the Ripper. And it's that kind of. So no, I just love this. Is why whenever it's smoggy outside, or like there's fog, I get really excited because I just feel like I'm in a Victorian. Totally, novel, I do. And I just think it's so like creepy and yeah. Oh, I love it. Fog is exciting. Mm-hmm. I think the mask he's got on his face, it even I think it looks a bit like Lon Chaney's from Phantom of the Opera. I suppose, yeah. I think one side of it, yeah, especially is more burnt than the other, isn't it? It's that creepy. It's really effective, I, and I was surprised like that they revealed him so early on in the film but then I thought it was sort of made for the 3D slash driving crowd so I don't think subtlety is probably high on the priority list for this film I think we've I think we've caught on to something you weren't meant to catch on to yeah because that's not a mask that's his face well yeah that is that's the face, thing yeah. but that really and actually you're meant to think who is this mysterious figure yeah which sort of vaguely looks a little bit like Vincent Price with the hideous beard. But yeah. you're meant to think, who is that this mysterious figure with yeah. the wire-brimmed hat? Yes. Yeah. But you just know. 
You do just know. Yeah. But maybe we're also jaded and we've seen far too many films at this point. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but yeah. I think you meant to you meant to not yeah. not quite know. It still doesn't take away from the reveal later on. Oh, that reveal is amazing. It's still great. I think that's a, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Really I think it's terrific. So he kills Matthew very quickly. Matty, as um, as uh, Kathy calls him. Kills him very quickly and chucks him down the, the lift shaft. Vicious. Very, yeah. very scary, that. Yeah. And with the, well, you're waiting for the maid, are you, to see him? You're just waiting for that scream. Really grisly. And then we cut to, pull it tighter, Sue! Yes, yeah. <laughs> getting a corset done by, mm-hmm. uh, by a best mate, Sue. Um... At that's at Mal Flanagan's Boarding House. I mm. love it. I love this scene so much. When she says something about he owned himself. Want a card? Want a card? Want a card? Oh, he's a laughing. He's always yeah. hanging himself. Yeah. Nothing gets it down. She's just a <laughs> complete breath of fresh air. And I wrote down she is an inspiration for us all. <laughs> I like And she's talking about a new gentleman and um, you said, oh, he's a lovely, he's a real gentleman, except when he's had a few drinks in him. And that can be expected. And it's just this like stony faced expression. And I'm just like, I fucking love I do. I was thinking, I, I really hope there were gay boys in that 3D cinema mm. audience who were secretly clapping their hands <laughs> whenever she spoke. I love how she went, you know, it's New, it's New York, isn't it? So, you know, and it's Manhattan. She says, you know, once you get beyond 14th Street, yeah. you've made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much about her character that you just you just know within two minutes of that dialogue. You, yeah. you see her climb, don't you? Like, mm-hmm. she's getting she say, oh, he's a bit older than I'm used to, but he's got, he's got the money. He's got the money. Yeah. yeah. She's just making the most of it, isn't she? Um, but it's it's all it's almost a shame straight away because when you see Sue, the best mate, you think, oh, Sue's the lead. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's not mm-hmm. as interesting as Kathy. Yeah, like. Sue's the goody two shoes. You always go for the insipid, extra scale. Don't Nev we? Campbell, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the same. And you just know um, that Kathy isn't long for this world. No, no. And like you give her that nice moment as well, where she gives the last of her money to yeah. like to her friends, which is just like, yeah, she's after everyone else's money, but she's still generous. She's loyal. She still looks yeah. after her friends. She's a good girl at heart. Yeah, totally. But then she gets bumped off off screen, which I thought was a shame. But well, you just Sue walks in and to see it. Just to, she thinks she's lying in bed, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, she is lying in bed, but she's... And it's a good reveal. Yeah. And then the bit where he's behind her in the bedroom is, is scary. Yeah. And then that chase, I love a good chase. The chase yeah. is so good. I love a good chase. I would say that's one of the best chase scenes I've seen. Yeah, it <laughs> made me think of Sarah Michelle Gellar's chase scene in um, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Which I really liked. There's a bit where, like, she's front of the camera and he's, like, in the middle distance, like, over there. Yeah. And he runs... But he doesn't like really run ahead, he runs towards the camera and then yeah. does like a pose at the camera. Yeah. And I was like, that's so camp, yeah. so good. Yeah. Do you think that was one of the 3D moments? I don't think the 3D starts until after the intermission. I think that's on purpose. Oh, I see. I okay. think that's probably the change in the real two or three. No, no, it is, it is the entire way through because that's why there is an intermission. Oh, yeah. You have to put one in because most theatres ran two reels and you just switch halfway through mm. but because they had to run both reels at the same time they had to put in an intermission to oh. change both oh, reels I their special features right also by the way the um, director's blind in one eye so he can't see 3D yeah I read that that's really interesting isn't it he worked it all out by maps <laughs> which so I just think is so cool. cool it's great it's great so Chasing through the through the gothic fog, mm. it's great. It just makes you rub your hands together with with horror, love, and glee. Um, 
it's just something that's so creepy about it but so cosy at the same time it's like the American Hammer Horror yeah mm. that's you know, absolutely it's late night Friday night cup of tea mm. sitting in front of the telly horrors and that's what it uh, I've written down this is the stuff my childhood dreams were made of in fact I did probably recreate those shots in class in my drawing in my part <laughs> and the teachers were probably really fucking worried <laughs> we need to speak <laughs> yes we need see to me. see me <laughs> see me <laughs> see me we need to speak to his parents about why he asks his uh, school pals to pull his course at tight. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favourite things about this, I think, is there's a real great comedy running all the way through it as well. It's mm. dark and gothic, but it's camp and funny as well at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the bit when they hear, the, is it in Mar Flanagan's in the air, all shouting upstairs, and then the guy walks out, I don't know if it must be the husband, he goes, yeah. oh, the shouts like it come from upstairs. And it's like, Mar Flanagan walks out and goes, Go and have a look at what's going on. And he just pushes hair off. <laughs> 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 like, go on, you, your, name's on yeah. your name's on the door. You yeah, you're so hard. And I was like, she is a dragon. <laughs> She's going to argue with hair. Yeah, yeah. Mark Flanagan's got it covered. So, th- uh, during that chase scene, does anyone else get Freddy Krueger vibes when he comes... He, there's, a, there's a bit when he comes around the corner of the street and he's running with his arms flailing about. Yeah, yeah. And it made me think of that bit with Tina where he... With the long arms. The long arms and then he chases her. But also the comedy elements of this film, you, that when you just mentioned that, yeah. that's what came to mind for me, yeah. thinking she's the, the only the sort of films that I think have that mm. that vibe of, of horror and yeah. they're scary but funny at the same time as the Freddy Krueger films mm. quite often. Speaking of scary and funny at the same time, the bit in the mug where the corpse sits up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny but it's, I was like, yeah. what the fuck? I was, I was genuinely scared by it. It's just... Which is shocked. I knew it was coming. Like I completely knew what oh, they were about I to do. Yeah, and I then didn't. I was still like, oh, it's still so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I love, again, it's probably another little weird like Weird sexy comedy bit where, when, <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I think it's just before that. I think it's when Sue arrives at a friend's house and Scott is it. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, there's Sue. I was just thinking about. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you, what were you thinking about? And then Sue appears. What were you doing? Chat my memory. I was just finishing thinking about you. <laughs> I was just finishing. <laughs> finishing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. But if I was going to get... <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Stephen. Ignore this filth. Sorry, sorry. Hi, the tone. I was just going to say if I was going to get chased, I'd run to the hot man down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Would he be walking over you, though? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> Have you seen this face and ass? <laughs> I did think Kathy was a beautiful, beautiful corpse. Mm-hmm. They made the corpses look quite sexualised, like, yeah. like quite... And then, is, is it just after this that we meet Igor? Yeah. No, there's a few bits first. No, we've got Igor. No, we, I think we get a bit in the police station, don't we? Because I wrote down a great line. <laughs> I can't remember who it is who says it. But he'd say suicide, just like a woman, always got to have the last word. Last word, word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> That's it. It's because when Sue goes to the police station to tell them about being chased yeah. the, even the night before. Yeah. And one of the police officers just said, are you sure you didn't just imagine it all? <laughs> <laughs> what? My next note was Igor. Yeah, that's right. It's Leon and Igor. I wrote, big hunk of dumb meat. <laughs> yeah. 
Charles Bronson. I didn't really, I, he must have some sort of makeup on because I vaguely recognised him and I thought that guy looked a bit like Charles Bronson and it wasn't till the end that I realised it was. He looked like he had makeup on to make his face look paler. Yeah. And square, like Frankenstein yeah, monster. Definitely like a Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was one of those things where the makeup might have, <laughs> might have looked better back then, but yeah. now that we're watching it in Ultra HD, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. see that it's yeah. clearly face paint. That's going to be one of his early, early roles. Yeah, he is cre- he's not credited as... He's not even credited as Charles yeah, Bronson. He's, he's credited as Charles Bukinski or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I was enjoying his arms. Mm. Um, I quite like the commie. <laughs> hmm? I quite like the communists. Yeah, Leon, yeah. 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 He's definitely. a bit more dreamy. Yeah. Um, so we've got Professor Jared. So this is the moment where we realise he's still with us, isn't it? Professor mm-hmm. Jared. Yeah, it's when Sidney Wallace... Is it Sidney Wallace? Yeah. And Sounds this is awesome. why we must... He must have been led to think that that was him. Because then there's the reveal of him in the wheelchair. Yeah. And we make a point of him turning around. And you're meant to go, oh, but wait a minute, it's not him. Yeah, couldn't yeah. possibly be him. Couldn't possibly be him. Because he's got a face. Yeah, he's got a face. So then he meets with Sidney Wallace and he impresses him enough to get money out of him. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, 30 grand for him. So. That's right, yeah, for the House of Wax. This time it's going to be a more macabre version with all the violence and all that sort of stuff. Sensation, horror and shock. Yes. And boy, do we get it. I thought the intermission came quite early. Yeah. But then so the film's not that long, is it? Yeah, I think it's about like 40 minutes and then they... Yeah. I think as well, the timing of it, because right after you get the scene with the guy with the... I thought he like breaks the fourth wall because doesn't he say I've got I'm, yes, I'm gonna yeah. get it into someone's popcorn. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe the intermission the time there, so do you want people to go out and get popcorn? So when they come back, it's like yeah. I've got popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's timed on purpose. I'd love to have seen that. Yeah. Like better than that. Yeah, it's my one complaint about this film. He was the most annoying he, he was annoying. Awful, dreadful character and that Batter. I mean, I know it was all for the 3D, and for people to have like, the sense of the ball. Like the ball flying in your face. <laughs> a, a different ball, yeah. <laughs> More than one, maybe. Maybe encased in some sort of purse. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> 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 I'm in funny mood oh, tonight. <laughs> Flick me in the ball piss. <laughs> Shave my ball piss. <laughs> it's not gonna be as funny as, as everyone else has just been said, but I'm sure there's like it's either Native Americans or Aborigines when you like killed the enemies, <laughs> they'll make they'll make pairs out of the screws. Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the right time. <laughs> But the cultures are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) For your indigenous culture, loose change. (laughs) (laughs) Just. (laughs) (laughs) The bulb hurts. So you've got to go down the shop and get some fire water. (laughs) 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 Oh, guys, picking the pubes out of your coin. Oh dear. Balls flying. The women, the three women. I love <laughs> They're amazing, aren't they? I like the fact that we get the tour With of them. that yeah. following them. Like I just yeah. think that's such a clever 
device in the film and they are hilarious. Who is who's like overcome by everything? Is it Millie? Yeah. Is that her name? Where she's like nervous about everything and, everything yeah. and then eventually faints. Yeah. My favourite bit is like the beginning of the belly dancer one. Uh, belly dancer. <laughs> and she goes, I could do that. Oh, if, um, yeah. What's it? It took me steady, so? What's the word? Oh, what? I'd be like, you'd know this. My stays off. My stays. What, what's the fucking what's stay? What's a stay? Is, it's your corset. Yeah. So, is it just another term for a corset? Yeah, so... Shout, get your corset out, man. So, yeah, it's just another name for corset. Okay. So, a corset encompasses your breasts and your torso. Oh, stays don't. Stays just like don't encompass... Yeah, they're, so you... They're just around your tor- your ribs and your waist. Okay. Do they push your boobs up? They would push your boobs up and your boobs are just being cased in little yeah, bars like or... Oh, I see, right. Fabulous. Or a separate bra, but, but no then, underwiring. And then a friend's like, oh my God, don't speak like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stop it, stop dancing. I love the way, the way she says, I can do that, and then do, starts doing it, because that's like something someone would do in real life, isn't mm. it? Oh, did you also notice the ping pong man, going back to the balls, he could fit three balls in his mouth. <laughs> 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 I can do that. <laughs> I was thinking I'd like to try that, but then I thought, how would it be three? <laughs> <laughs> that would, yeah. So there you go. That's a challenge to deal with. If anyone would like to step forward. If anyone's got one ball. <laughs> or anyone who lived near Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's got three. <laughs> Uh, so I wrote down I love the macabre fun of Jared showing Sue own head in a box yes <laughs> that was funny I like that he does uh, he toys with people much like he does as Edward Lionheart in Theatre of Blood I think that's just apparently his character it's just him isn't apparently it? he went to showings of the cinema like in the cinema mm. like and then sat behind young groups of girls and then as the film finished he'd go did you like it oh, <laughs> and put his oh, <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God, I couldn't. I couldn't love him anymore. <laughs> he has fun. Even in real life, he was having fucking fun with yeah, people. Yeah. I like the line when he's talking about the woman who stabbed at him, husband in the bath. In the bath. And, and she's like, oh, "What a terrible thing to do." I know he was awfully embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man was dreadfully embarrassed. It's like, yeah, yeah, because the police go to the house of act, don't they, to actually look at themselves. Because John, do say John Milk Booth looks like the DA? There's like oh, there's local there's local people have gone died. have gone missing, yeah. and he looks like he looks like the local DA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's a guy in the lobby. There's like a statue of a policeman. And it looks like a detective that's gone missing yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. So they start putting it together and go, "These guys." It's when they start recognizing the waxworks. That's when they say, "That's when mm. they say, does does Leon look familiar?" Yeah. So I think that's when they start piecing together. Some some that I laughed at Sue has already done it though. Yes, <laughs> yes. they take quite cotton on because as much as she's a, a, an, anno- an annoying insipid character, well, she's quite sort of strong. She's actually quite strong, isn't she? And she's got good detective skills. And actually, I quite liked during the trace scene that she very sensibly took off her high heel shoes to make a lot of noise and carried them so she yeah. could run yeah. better. Yeah, no, she was. She was. I think it's just compared to Kathy. Yeah. She seems a bit dull. Yeah. She is a bit dull compared to Kathy. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. But she was, she's quite a plucky hmm. heroine. Really. We can't all Resourceful. be Kathy's. We can't all be Kathy's. No. Some of us have got to be Sue's. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so they recognise him as an ex-con, don't they? So they start to think, well, maybe something isn't quite right at this house of wax. Um, 
And has he got like an alcohol problem? So they're like, yeah. they're going to use booze to tempt the truth out of him. Which is just brilliant, by the way. I like the fact that they put him a single and that's not enough. So yeah. they put him a double and he's yeah. like, <laughs> okay, I'll tell you everything. And he <laughs> sings like a songbird. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but whilst that's happening, Sue's like, I'm sick of waiting around for these stupid police. I'm going to go and sort this out myself. I'm going to go and do some investigations. And she goes over to the, the House of Wax in the middle of the night. Because she meant to be meeting Scott, but, yeah. but then... Henry lures him away to go buy some fake flowers for him. <laughs> okay, an interesting point. So by the time she arrives, there's no one else there. And she gets closer to the Joan of Arc yeah, statue. Because I think she tries to look at her a few times, doesn't she? Mm. But then he spots her. Yeah. Don't touch the exhibit. Yeah. And then off comes the wig. Yeah, and there's her blonde hair. Her blonde hair. She gets stalked through the museum by Igor. Genuinely creepy, I thought. And I love that shot that... Um, Young Frankenstein copied the shot with their their character Igor. Mm. Oh yeah, um, where the heads are all on the shelf. Yeah. Oh yeah, and one of them is Igor's head. Really good. It's really funny. That's like a William Castle moment. Mm. It's like a proper House on Haunted Hill type moment. You have some moments like that when they initially reintroduced the House of Wax, don't they? Where there's people who wear you think wax. Yeah. you think a wax works, yeah. but aren't. Yeah. Oh, and like don't remember the stopwatch. During the tour, the girls go over to. Yeah, and one of the girls, I am. Yeah, and one of the one of the women selling programs, as well. They did recreate that a little bit in the remake, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, the dog. That's one of the two parallel scenes that yeah. I can say, you know. Um, so she stalked through the through the place she's chased and finally is sort of captured by Professor Jared. Essentially, it's a race against time to save Sue from being splooged. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And then goes getting his head chopped off by a guillotine. That's yes. the scene I was talking about before. It's like in the in the film, it's like quite camp and light-hearted. That that fight scene's like right quite physical. And then when he just knocks him out and he just like picks him up to pull him straight on the guillotine, yeah. and it's just like yeah. it's just so like sinister. Didn't just... they all do their own stunts as well? Probably. Yeah, I think so. I'm sure they all did their own stunts, so it was a real knockdown fight. But do we see does he get the the mask knocked off before this? It's when he's chasing Sue. It's because yeah. it's Sue who breaks yeah. the mask. Because sp- he spends quite a lot of that. He spends like the last 10, 15 minutes without the mask on. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, got the, he's got the full prosthetic makeup yeah. thing. That's, that seems amazing because yeah. I thought the twist was going to be that he wore the burn face as a mask. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. It was the other way around. Yeah. And so, it just breaks, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it just shatters. And it works so well. Yeah. Like, so well. Yeah. It's dead simple, but I'd say it, it was like... I didn't think, God, I know I am actually horrified yeah. by that. Yeah. You can imagine being back even, there watching a car. Yeah, even though, it, like, even though it connected it all and guessed yeah. and had you. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't a mystery. It was still it was still a shocker. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's, it, even though we'd all guessed what was happening, it did not take away from that scene one bit or the effectiveness of that scene one bit. And seeing it again, still just the coolest scene ever. Yeah, so. I think I think it because I was expecting. I say the way I, the way Ramsay thought it was going to be was he put the mask on to scare people, and his face was actually he wasn't burnt at all. Mm. So when it turned out it was the way round, and his real and his normal face just like shattered, and he had the burnt face underneath. I was just like, you know, that was brilliant. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, I missed one of my favorite lines earlier on. Go on, go on. I'll just go back to it. There's a bit when um, the young handsome man <clears throat> is training with him, and he's moulding up the face. So Scott, him. yeah. And he turns around and says, what I wouldn't ha- do to have those fingers of yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, same girl, same. <laughs> so it all comes down to a big showdown, doesn't it, amongst the, in the wax. And he, he sort of dies quite easily. 
yeah, Charles Bunsen just gives up as well. Yeah. Like he, he's fighting and he's doing a really good job and then he just kind of goes... Yeah, but six people got But he didn't do anything. He actually moves forward and waits for them to grab hold of him. He didn't like struggle. He just kind of stopped and then they grabbed him. Yeah, and you can't tell me he couldn't have fought six people off with those arms. Beat six people. Sorry, it's been it's been one of those weeks as well as like the comedy. I think the actual. A lot of the physicality in the brawls are really yeah. good. It's like like when he's like picking them up and like slamming them down, yeah. like wrestling moves and stuff. Yeah. Like I wasn't expecting it to be that physical yeah. at all. It's also for uh, it sort of does everything. It goes hundred percent for everything, doesn't yeah. it? I think. Um, after it all, so instead of getting like a psycho style explanation ending in the office, <laughs> you get a comedy ending where they're all like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's straight to jokes, yeah. and then it ends yeah. with like that comedy punchline, like and catches like next week on the next episode of. Oh, it's just a joke about um, Sue being naked, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, thank you for covering up my modesty. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. And, mm-hmm. and that, yeah. that's basically what the last scene is. Because yeah. he, when, um, Vince, when Henry falls in the splooge and then she gets pulled out <laughs> the way. Splooge. She gets pulled out the way it's, and he just covers it up to see the case. Oh, how we laughed. And then he goes oh yeah you could have caught a cold and then the other guy sneezed which didn't even get why that was a joke like that didn't make any sense to me and then he picks up the head of, like of the thing and goes um by the time he gets us to sing sing this is gonna have a beard or something yeah. <laughs> and then just shoves it in the front of the camera in the audience's face yeah and i'm just like what the actual fuck yeah. is that it's funny isn't it i feel like the whole film was designed to scare people but more entertain them than anything. Yeah. So that's yeah. why there's all the daft jokes in it as yeah. well. Cause they, I, think, I reckon it was been a really good night out at the cinema to go and yeah. see this back then. I think it's weird that you can get a film that is kind of still creepy and scary, but so funny. Like, it doesn't break the tension. Yeah. All the stupid jokes. They just, yeah, that's true. It just works, and it's yeah. hard to do that. Yeah. I think, just look at the, um, look at the Wikipedia page. They... they uh, director only having one eye and not being able to see in 3D. That's the theory about why this film is a superior film mm. because he he couldn't rely on being lazy and just having lots of effects. He actually concentrated more on the performances and, course, the, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the thrill of the, the film rather yeah. than the actual effects. You'd have, you'd have to focus more if you've only got one eye. You've only got one eye, yeah. 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 I suppose a 3D film now is Likely just really lazy, isn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah. They do rely on the effects yeah. all the time. Yeah. But um, I really like the cameras are so big mm. that they had to use that you couldn't do like traditionally now. You just have one camera base with two lenses next to each other to shoot mm. it. But because the cameras are such big rigs, he basically had to have the two cameras facing each other and then a mirror mm. in the middle yeah. to direct out the thing. And he shot some of the end scenes were shot with three of those camera rigs mm. at the same time to get different wow. angles wow. which is an incredible mm. feat and he did it in like 17 days wow didn't he do it was it like ahead of the schedule and stuff yeah it's I just didn't understand how you can produce something this good back then with it's those heavy cameras in 17 days that's yeah. what happens when you know creativity over money mm. you know that's true yeah and apparently in just for inflation it's still in the top 10 Horror grossing at the box office. That's amazing. 
and it got re-released like four times. Every time uh, 3D came back into fashion, they brought it back out. It'd be great to see in 3D after yeah, the finals. If anyone, anyone showing films in Liverpool who wants to pour out that on in 3D. In the old-fashioned 3D. Yeah. I wonder how you'd do it. I don't know. I don't know if they can still actually yeah, achieve it. Yeah. I think it's, it's exactly the same. You didn't use, because on the special features I thought, it was like that classic blue and red, red. thing, mm. but it's not. It's exactly the same as current 3D. Oh, okay. So it's just one, it's just the, the left one. So you could do right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the Blu-ray, that... Is that called Blu-ray? Yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I streamed it. I've got it on Amazon. Okay, well, I've got the Blu-ray in there. That's 3D, but I just haven't got a 3D pellet. <sighs> also, in 2014, the film was deemed culturally, historically, or aesthetically yeah. significant by the Library of Congress, yeah. selected for preservation in the National Film Registry. So people do take it seriously, mm. which is always nice for a horror movie as well. Mm. Um, and I think it's very deserving of that. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> it's great. It's so much fun. Big, loud, technical, loud, beautiful looking film that does everything it's supposed to do. It's supposed to scare you. Yeah, it's supposed to make you laugh. Mm. Um, and it does both of those things really mm. Yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah. It's great. Much like the remake. I think, what, what year did this get added to the Library of Congress for being culturally, culturally, aesthetically significant? They just went straight there. It's just being just were like, this is gold. We're just going to take it from the can straight to the Library of Congress. (laughs) From the can film. (laughs) No, no, from the actual can, the the film. Apparently everyone walked out. The thing is, they haven't had time yet because they keep having to go to Golden Raspberry Awards shows. You guys going to do it tonight or what? Stop! The hell is that? What does he want? Can we help you? Maybe we're on his property. I'm gonna turn your lights off. That guy was a freak. So let's get out of here. All right, let's go. Come on, he's gone. You see anybody? No, nobody. Hello? I don't think anyone's here. Hey, where's that house of wax? It is wax. Literally. This is weird. Looks like a hell of a party. Look how detailed this is. Tell me this doesn't look real. You're saying that that's a real person underneath. They're all wax, everyone. Please, somebody! So then we jump forward from 1953 to 2005. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Wonderful year for remakes. 
the Black, the Black Christmas remake was also 2005. Yeah. The which, look of disgust on Jonathan's <laughs> face. Having watched this today, it made me realise we do have to cover the Black Christmas remake yeah. at Christmas. Mm. Because there's a lot of similarities with this film. Is it um, at least fun though? It's fun. I think it's fun because I hate it. It's fun. It's a bollocks. It's fucking shit. <laughs> What's your real opinion? Because <laughs> I, I didn't. I thought Black Christmas remake was just crap. But then I watched it again last year or the year before, and the script's actually dead funny. Mm. It's quite camp and knowing in a way. Yeah. But it is also shit as well. Yeah. No, there's a difference between fun, camp, crap, and yeah, poor. So, um, <laughs> so we'll get to our opinions in a minute. <laughs> no, ruining my childhood before we even start. <laughs> in House of Wax 2005, uh, a gang of college friends ranging from the insipid Carly, played by Alicia Cuthbert, to the um, really um, awful acting of Chad Michael Murray as his <laughs> twin brother. Um, and Jared Padalecki pops up in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are en route to a school football game, and they um, get a like a flat tire or whatever. And there's fan bell breaks. And then it's fan bell breaks that end up in a ghost town. Um, oh, also, and Paris Hilton's in it. And, and the um, guy from Scary Movie. And the oh, um, you know the goofy sidekick kind of the dog. Oh him, yeah. He's the main guy of the Scary Movie. Ah right. I'm not familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Franchise. That oof. oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You don't know the oof. <laughs> no. They are forced to seek help in the only place that's open, and that's the local wax museum. Uh, and once inside the museum, they find the works on display are not quite what they seem, and the group soon discovers they're being hunted by insane twin brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's just. Go around the room. Let's read the room, Martin. This film is crap, fun, and um, for stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Right, there you go. Stephen? I just think it's, it's entertainingly stupid. Like, it knows it's stupid. It knows it's crap. It's just fun. And genuinely, I don't think Faris Hilton is a bad actress. <laughs> I think she holds her well. Just, well, I mean, comparatively, in the in context this cast, of this film, yeah. She is not a weak link. Mm, no, yeah, no. I, I mean, when, arguing any of them are good <laughs> is another thing. <laughs> when Paris she, Hilton isn't a weak link, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> and I just think, it, it, I don't know, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy everything about her. I and I can see problems with it. I can see serious problems with it. <laughs> like, but I still was sat there watching it going, I fucking love this film. Jonathan Butler? I, I didn't enjoy it much at all, I'll be honest. I did, I was, I was struggled to find any redeeming features. There's a couple of funny scenes that make light of Paris Hilton's... Um, oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right in the oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the only bit that I thought. Oh, that, you know that that's actually you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the acting is terrible. The script's awful. The pacing's terrible. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I I never. I hope I never see this film again. 
<laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. Oh. So quite the difference from the 1953 version then. Yeah. Um, I, I would say, just to sum it up quickly, I would say that um, it's very much of its time. Mm-hmm. It's another one of those films, like The Skeleton Key, where you can't believe it's only that it's not older than it is. Yeah. Because of some of its attitudes. Mm. Um Yeah. And it's it's um the Which ma- I didn't exist, by the way. <laughs> the main issue the main issue for me is that is probably the pacing. Because I think a film can be a bit crap and can be a bit it mm. can have a bit of a thin script with not much character in it, but if it jumps along quickly and people yeah. keep getting killed, yeah. then it can carry you with it. So I feel like for me the pacing was the main yeah. issue. But I I do think like I, I think I messages are like halfway through and said, "God, this is shit." I think, but after the messages with that, certain things happened and it, and it picked up for me. So I, I tend yeah. to enjoy it more by the end. It does meander a bit too much at the beginning. Yeah. See, it's interesting because I this is the only second time I've watched it. The last time this I watched it time was watched in two thousand and five, yeah. and I never thought I would watch this film again. <laughs> and I had no desire to watch this film again. <laughs> See, well, Stephen, Stephen, um, you know, he opens doors for you to explore. He does, but actually, in the context of the podcast, actually, I did think it was a good idea for us to cover. Totally, yeah. And um, and actually, coming from watching it, having had that first experience yeah. and not liking it. I've unwittingly found myself enjoying this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Well, so it got you? It got me. I'd also like to point out, so this is 2005. I was 15 at the time. And I was straight. <laughs> straight. And I had a crush on Alicia Cuthbert wow. from 24. And I thought so I was good. all cool and intellectual because I liked the brown hair girl in the film and not the blonde one who's like the stereotypical parasol one. That's amazing. And I thought I was so cool. Although, also, it was, I don't know what year hit album came out, but I remember going to buy Paris Hilton's album from Asda and the woman shaming me at the film. <laughs> How dare she, that homophobic bitch? Well, no. You're still straight? Oh, yeah, I was, I was there buying it as, as a young straight boy. Buying this um, CD, which by the way, I'll still stand by it. It's a fucking pop masterpiece. Please play everything. Now. Well, I'll, I'll say just today, I was still on the treadmill to Stars Are Blind. Yeah, classic. Still. Just don't listen to that, um, do you think I'm sexy cover? Oh, yeah. Actually, please don't play it now. My latest release, My Best Friend's Ass, is fucking classic. <laughs> I like my best friend's ass. <laughs> I like my best friend's ass. Fucking rude. Yeah. We're going to play it, we're playing it on the podcast. Yes. And here we have my best friend's ass. That bouncer was so hot, but honestly, that's not an excuse to be fucking rude. Literally. What promoter are you with? As if I even need a fucking promoter to get into this club. No, like literally, you don't deserve that. Ugh, why isn't my phone charging? Do you need a pee? Yeah, I have to pee. All right, let's go. Walking VIP, don't need no drink. Sick is buddy, I got money. Milk and honey, all my bitches acting funny like, uh. They popping bottles like, uh. They on my body like, uh. They got the tab and they call me bad, but all I see is fuck boys everywhere trying to make a pass. But I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. Fuck, fuck, fuck boys everywhere trying to make a pass. But I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. <laughs> but anyway, I got to the till in Asda and the woman turned around and went to her friend while Sam stood there buying it and went, 
who the hell would buy Paris Hilton's album? Like, why would you get this? This is an absolute joke. Well, I'm there buying it. <laughs> she like detargeted it for me, and I went, I'm getting it for my sister. <laughs> oh. She shamed me. Oh, that's awful. And I'm really ashamed of myself for being, like, to lie. <laughs> that's what I'm more you, you did what you had to do to survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I got older, I realised I just really like Chad Michael Money and Jared Padway. Well, yeah. My first note was, what an objectionable bunch of cunts. I don't like anyone, but have a grudging slut-to-slut respect for Paris Hilton and want to ruin Chad Michael Murray. Mm-hmm. So that was my opening. I think that's a fair assessment of all of those characters. <laughs> yeah. And I enjoyed the film. <laughs> They're all irredeemable, except for Paris Hilton, who's... Well, she's barely acting. She's she very acting. well at barely acting. She's been, she's been dropped into this film to cash in on a sex tape. Yeah, the, the only bits that I enjoyed were bits that referenced that. And I was like, really? But she really, really knows it. Yeah. yeah. And because of that, she seems to have more metal about her than all of them. Yeah. The entire marketing campaign was built around See Paris Die and they released t-shirts mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. And the, the, the cover, the front cover is essentially Paris Hilton laying on the floor with a jizz all over her face. See, <laughs> see Paris getting impaled again. I know, I know. I can't believe they never went the whole hog though. You know, when, when she dies, with well, spoiler, she dies with this with the pipe with the pipe going through her head. Why didn't they just shove it down her throat? Because yeah. they were hinting at that all through the film. Why didn't they just have the courage of the convictions and have her deep throat pipe? Because she could have just been looking horrified at the approaching pole, yeah. and it would have been perfect to go through her mouth. Because if they'd done that, she would have just been like. I've got to say, it's just like an ocean. Should have been like, that's 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 all you got. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a lot. Three balls. Three balls. Is that all you're offering? Three balls and a mediocre hole. Oh, God. Um, so the film begins. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, though? Does well, it? Okay. never really, really. <laughs> So it begins in like the childhood home of the killers, doesn't it? When they were when they oh, were kids yes. in the sixties, yeah. I'm guessing in 1962. No, it's 1974. It says 1974. So why was why, why was whatever happened to Baby Jane on at the cinema? Because that's I don't know. It's meant to be from the past. Though. He stuck that at a time. Oh, because he's recreated it. He's recreated the time where his mother was alive. Oh, see that I just tuned out. I was on like Madonna's Instagram or something at that point. Sorry, so you might have to explain that to me as we go along. Okay, so it opens in the seventies. Kitchen. Um, you've got two brothers. One's good. One's bad. One's screaming and kicking and is restrained with straps in the mm-hmm. high chair. And you think, oh, this isn't good. Um, so it's one good and one evil. Yeah. yeah so it's just very Simpsons for me. Mm. Well, parental abuse, freaky kids who grow up to be psychos. It is. So Black Christmas remake gives you a backstory oh, yeah. for Billy, and that's what that's what it is. Right. It's the same thing. One of the killers has got like a funny face with long hair, lumbering about. It's the same. It's like almost the same film, but better. Um, mm. uh, so we open with that, and then jump forward to now, don't we? Mm. And the very first shot is Paris Hilton sticking a French fry in her mouth in a very seductive manner. Mm-hmm. See, this, uh, this is the thing, when the premise of your whole film is just predicated on fucking Paris Hilton got fucking smashed everywhere and filmed it, you know, what, what, what? If you took all that, those bits out, what do you have 
left. <laughs> See, my my argument is that they should have built on that, yeah. and the film should have been more like if it, that. If it embraced it more, then you think, okay, fair enough, this is like camp and funny, but it yeah. didn't go yeah. far enough. enough. He pulled the punch. The curse of the Norseys, late nineties and Norseys slasher movies, is that they all had to, they all had to have this dull teen romance yeah. thing this, going through the Dawson's Creek crowd. Can I just? I do not know what is wrong with writers, but can they write a brother and sister that don't sound like they want to fuck each other? No, we can't. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. I get they're both pretty, but like, it's weird. The entire thing is weird. I wasn't paying quite that much attention in the beginning after the initial introduction. And I actually thought... It took me a while to cotton on that they were brother and sister. I thought they were... A couple. A couple who'd broken up. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought was actually going on. I don't know why they did that. I don't know why they added the brother and sister thing. It wasn't needed. It didn't need it. It was the twins at the... Yeah, it's the parallel. It's referencing the... And one's a good twin and one's a bad twin. But no twin. one's <laughs> But then, um... <laughs> like, the scene when he takes off his tank top, which, by the way, thank you for that. But, like, that's so sexual. You do not take off your tank top. And like, hand it to like, her. Like, like, lifting it over your head to then pass it to your sister. It's almost like they added the twin stuff in after they filmed those scenes. Yeah. When there's a strange hillbilly man mm-hmm. there... And there's one of the other lads has got a perfectly serviceable, much more. Yeah. yeah. It's got like a, a hoodie, yeah. a shirt, he's and a t shirt. Yeah, he's got a shirt, a t shirt, and a hoodie. And Could it have given his shirt to her, and she would have been quite. Definitely changed sizes that vest up because it fits him perfectly and her perfectly. Yes. They are not the same jeans. Very thick, a tongue around yeah. her hair, boobs. <laughs> she ends up dressed as Eliza Dushku from Wrong Turn. Yeah. yeah. Same hair, white vest. Being chased by hillbillies, it's, a, it's the same. Mm. So this is a, this is a this is essentially this film is a hillbilly horror, isn't it? That's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. from that. It's from that uh, subgenre of horror films, which was very popular back then, actually. And I don't mind a good hillbilly horror, actually. I don't mind them now. Yeah, I horror. Like, you like, has anyone ever seen Tucker and Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Never seen yeah. it. Yeah. Is it no, good? It's brilliant. I love it. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do that one day. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good hillbilly horror. Yeah. But, like, obviously, it just subverts all the tropes for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just works so well. So, as I was saying, usual setup Dawson's Creek style, Dullsville teen drama hmm. uh, with one token black boy who we meet whilst he's rapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his entire characterization is that he likes music more than he likes this fucking gorgeous blonde girlfriend. Yeah, he's got, he's got, he's into rap, slutty blonde girlfriend, and it was like every scene he's in, he has to have R and B playing in the background. Yeah. Like, which is an otherwise a very early two thousands rock soundtrack, except yeah. with the black guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. rap music. It's like yeah. when in Dynasty, the characters would go to China, the music would go, bada, 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 bada. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes to China. It'd be like, what the fuck. Uh, it's the same, oh, yeah. but it's that so was 1986, bad. this is 2005. <laughs> How is this film only 14 years old? <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> oh dear. But anyway, Paris Hilton, blowjobs and stuff. Um, so yeah, because the, the driving, the, what is he doing? The driving to a football, American game. football game and then he decides yeah. in the middle of the night, oh, we'll take a detour through this little swamp or something. Oh, they, the road's blocked, yeah, isn't it? So they have to... Yeah, they have they have to take a detour. So stop and camp. Mm. This is this is one of my complaints about all this, and it's like, 
why does it take this fucking long? Yeah. It's like, okay, fair enough, they're going to this thing, and, they, and then they, it's like, why do half of them carry on and then come back? What's the <laughs> yeah. point? Just have them in one car, yeah. and the car breaks down, and yeah. you yeah. could yeah. chop 20 minutes out of this film. Yeah. Literally meaningless. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't need we don't need the section of the story around the uh, around a traffic jam. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's almost know. like... Oh, it, it's like someone high up said, "Oh, we need you know people like films that are two hours now. Can mm. you try and get this to two hours?" And and it's like, yeah. why does it need to be two hours? Yeah, just do it in ninety minutes. That's true. It, yeah, it'd be a much better it, film yeah. probably, because so much of it is just like dead, dead air, and you're like, yeah. it takes an hour really before anything starts. Yeah, it would have been better if they cut it shorter. Yeah, I agree. So you're the big fan. What do you love most about this first section? Like before we get to like the uh, there's the bit where they find the um, pit of animal remains the roadkill pit but there's actually a hand sticking up out of it so up until that point what's, what, what would you say is your highlights I don't know okay <laughs> blowjobs <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the car blowjobs the blowjob yeah. reference yeah. yeah that's the highlight where they pull up next to her in the car and it looks like Paris Hilton's giving a blowjob to her boyfriend but she says she's lost a little bit and I'm not do 100% we sure is which way is it meant to be no I think it's a, I think she is supposed to be See, I think she is meant to have actually dropped because there's one bit where she definitely looks like she's rooting for something. But then it does sound like a flimsy excuse as well. No, but don't do it. Sometimes you suck on roots. They can't see what I just did. (laughs) Isn't there a scene just before this where they're talking about driving and then she whispers something in his ear seductively? Yeah, I read that down. No, he says. He says something, doesn't he? Um, we'll take this shortcut so we can spend more time and then he whispers something oh, is it and I was thinking what how do you finish that sentence yeah. in any sort of sexy way playing Scrabble yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there's no polite or yeah. like sexual way to end that sentence that's why he didn't write the end yeah, of the yeah. sentence yeah organising the wish to drive <laughs> <laughs> listening to more ethnic music yes <laughs> Made by hillbillies. Yeah. Made by hillbillies. Do the iced tea. Um, the, so they, get, they go camping, so they uh, stay in some camping house, and then the next morning they get over. My main complaint was that, um, so, what's his name? The, the black boy, Blake. Blake. He is very clear. they got tighty whities on, and they chose a long shot and not a close-up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I've, the fuck is wrong with this film? <laughs> I have a less complaint, but one that takes place prior to that Go on. is that night is this with Dalton have you dressed Dalton up is it no oh, yeah, the wind that. suddenly blows and there's a sm- when they yeah. arrive the, oh, wind yeah, suddenly, the, the wind suddenly appears yeah. and there's a smell and they decide to switch on their torches and look into the door <laughs> <laughs> which isn't really my immediate reaction when there's a smell well that's to the dark room yeah. <laughs> Sorry, as well, just going back again, can I just. I don't like the really, really poor recharacterization of the bad boy brother coming out of the um, shop and kicking the homeless person. I like, know. Like, I was like, Get you a did job. not need to do that to establish that he was like not a good guy. We know he's not a good guy because he's got his hood up. Yeah, <laughs> that was enough. And then he says in, an hour, in a 10 minutes later, I'm the bad twin. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you have to land a lot to get out of prison. So why did he need to kick the yeah. homeless person? Yeah. But then even even then they don't follow through on that because we find out that it was Dalton that stole the car and yeah. he took the blame for it. And he's all a so, good guy. And you're like, so what what are you doing with this character? Because yeah, yeah. it's right meant to... it's meant to be a character arc from bad to good, but the problem is just that he was never bad in the first place. <laughs> he was never bad. He just kicked a homeless person. So but that would mean Elijah Cuthbert would be the evil one then if by default if he's good. Well that is the best <laughs> of the other bit, so mm. maybe it is. Um, so just going back to Blake and the Tidy Whities. So yeah. Robert Richard, who plays him, was in the black version of Magic Mike called Chocolate City. Has anybody seen it? Well, yes. No, but yes. Right, I have seen Chocolate City two, <laughs> <laughs> but not Chocolate City one. And he's in that, and um, it's worth watching for him in that. He's very good. But it's so 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 bad. It's really really bad. It's a cringe. It's all. It's like awful. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Worse than this. Than and I've never seen Magic Mike, but I imagine that's really bad as well. It's, it's yeah. much better than you think. Is it? Yeah. It's not completely shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a careful. But I found Alex Pettifer the most vacuous human being on the planet. Alex Pettifer? Oh, he's a massive, massive cunt. If you listen to like, <laughs> any interview with him, he is just odious. Oh, odious he's the blonde guy. But he is fucking stunning. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's he? He's in Magic Mike. Oh, I thought we were talking about... No, no, no. House of Wax. Yeah, we thought we were on topic. Sorry. Why would you think that? I could also apply that to anyone else in this one. So as Blake is in his tighty whities the girls smell something bad again. <laughs> no, it's not connected. It's not connected. I hope it's not connected. They do remain white. <laughs> they yeah. remain white. They're a bit too tight. So Carly and Paige follow a bad smell and they end up at the roadkill dump and we see the hand stuck out at the bottom and we think, oh, it's a corpse. Then the hillbilly boy turns up. You definitely up. skipped miles ahead. Oh, that's shit, though. <laughs> Go on. What did we miss? You've missed a bit where the, the very... Four. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, go on. Sorry. There's a pivotal scene where we find out that Paris Hilton might be pregnant and that oh. has dramatic... Oh, yes. ...comeuppances at some point, obviously. It doesn't tell, does No, it? no, it doesn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all. laughs> There's absolutely no point to that character. There's, no, there isn't. You're right. <laughs> they even go to the approach it later on, but then they die. And then they die, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. We never find out. Yeah, well, they get the, the 4 by 4 turns up in the middle of the night, doesn't it? And, like, flashes them. And then the bad... No, Wolf Creek style. Yeah, then the bad guy... What's his name again? Is it Bell? characters... No, no, no. We don't know what it's The actor's name is Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Oh, the bad guy. He throws the rock, doesn't he, and smashes it. A bottle. at it, and then he drives off. Yeah. Because that is actually a slightly key moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Comes back later. Yeah. It's one of the few plot points that actually play out. Yeah, and then the other guy gets dressed up as Elton John, and they make a gay joke. You like you look like Elton John, but more gay. Is Elton John gay? <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah. funny, <laughs> hilarious. <sighs> he did look more like Elton John than that. Then there's the great. See, this film is just fantastic. Layers, layers. Oh, then there's the scene where he walks around with the camera and films all of his friends kissing each other because that's what normal people do. Yeah. And then he goes over to his little bromance friend who turns around and says, um, I'm not kissing you, bro. I'm not kissing you. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not kissing you. Oh, you know you want to. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. I wouldn't kiss your ass for shit. <laughs> what? Kinky. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what you'd get from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... I'd kiss shit out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. So then we get to the um, sorry, yes. The morning yes. where the girls follow. He's been paying attention. To well, it's not even the morning. It's because the, there's an it's obvious. It's half two in the afternoon. No, oh, we yeah. missed the game. And the girls go and pee in the forest. I hate when people focus on people peeing in forests in these films. Why? I just don't understand. Like, why has everyone got like a scene? In these films of peeing, well, there's a bit where there's the, multiple scenes of peeing in this. Yeah, and not the kind you want. There's a bit where um, there's a bit where Chad Michael Murray and the the ugly one are peeing, and he and the the peeing we can see they're peeing, and he says, "Oh, I need a piss, bro." <laughs> already pissing. Yeah, but there's that stupidly close next to each other, and the other guy goes, "Are you two gonna have sex?" Oh yeah, I don't know. It's just that. Yeah. Alright, calm down. Which I would have, which you know, I would have appreciated more if one if the other one was hot, but because one of them wasn't. He is actually really hot. Is he? Not in this at all. But watching him in Skinny Movie is kind of really yeah. So, roadkill. Hillbilly picks up. Picks up. Uh, so, so does oh, he say... Oh, the fan belt gets cut in the middle of the night and the camera gets still. Right. Okay. Stoppings. So does the hillbilly say he's going to drive them to town to get a yeah, replacement? Well, he picks up the hand. He... They point out the hand to him and he walks over to the hand, doesn't he? That's and amongst all the roadkill. Yeah, and... and Yanks it out and it's uh, attached to a dummy's arm. It's, yeah. a dummy. it's a dummy hand, isn't yeah. it? Or is it? Or is it just someone with a stump <laughs> who's been murdered? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I never thought of that. I Jonathan Layers. Layers. <laughs> <laughs> Stop pulling my rug, Jonathan. wonder <laughs> <laughs> what he was doing on that table. So the hillbilly takes them to town. Takes them to town to go into the. And the fan really stinks. And then the other ones go to. To the football game. Go to go to the football game, but get stuck in traffic and have to come back. Yeah. Because that's. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. This was just overwritten. Yeah. You didn't need any of this. Yeah. You got the wall just decided to go to the town. Yeah. And then got split up for another reason. Yeah. So town is stuck in the past. Except for the um, Pepsi machine, which is brand spanking new. Right. Product placement. <laughs> Product placement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This film brought to you by Pepsi and fucking Paris Hilton blowjobs. <laughs> was that her perfume at the time? <laughs> Paris Hilton blowjobs. <laughs> Bad smell. That was Bad smell. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Hilton roadkill. <laughs> Broke. No. So Baby Jane is playing on the cinema. You were skipping well ahead, mate. <laughs> Sorry, go on. So then we get to the bit where they get the lift off the hill, which I think is actually a pretty effective scene of impending dread <laughs> and the knife in the um, car. I think that's fun. And he falls it out. And then he, he feels yeah. really bad because like he was, <laughs> they were going to switch the tyres yeah. so they could get across this... Um, little bit of the river that they forgot was flushed out yeah. and he doesn't trust them because they all think he's like a fucking psycho yeah, yeah. he does a little psycho um, so then they walk but my problem with that scene is that they literally hop over like four little stones and then yeah. turn the corner and they're in the town to the, yeah. so the man should have just told them to cop over the four stones yeah, and turn yeah, rather yeah. than fucking changing his four tyres I'm going to do this big elaborate you know, seeing I've got to change all four of my tyres. Like, what the talk about two hours? I've been like fucking walking. Your feet get wet. Your feet get wet. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure the tyres needed changing anyway. The amount of water. Yeah, it's... yeah. You could have just driven. It was a, it was a truck. Yeah. It... Who knows? Someone Who was knows? on. Someone was on a lot of drugs when they wrote this. I'm yeah. guessing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might have been more interesting. Cocaine psychosis. <laughs> 
And then they walk into town and they can't find anyone except for the old woman who's staring out of the window. Um, and they go into the church to try and see if anyone's in the church and walk in on a funeral. Yes. And the, the priest looks over his glasses very judgmentally. And the congregation are very quiet and still. There's a crying noises. Oh, there is crying, there's crying sound effects. Yeah. And then the one guy walks out. This is Bo, yeah. Also yeah. hot. Yeah, really hot. He's really hot. Later on, when he's got his cap on and he's... Yeah, with the cap. Martin's not a fan. He's got three balls. I'm so... Yeah, and he comes out and he does the whole... He's like a bit of a bitch about the entire situation and he says... Um, okay, you came here just for a fan belt. Let me go and dump the casket in the ground, and I'll be right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think's a great line. <laughs> yeah, they seem to wander around that town for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's just... yeah there's like there's loads of bad jokes at this point, and it's just not pretty. Yeah. So there's no thing, and you have to go up to the house to get a fan belt. Yeah. Which, by the way, don't I never knew what a fan belt was until this film. To go into the wax museum first, I don't think. He spent thirty. Oh, he, says, he says, "I'll be back in thirty minutes." So, and so they just wander into the wax museum <laughs> in they, real time. Yeah. <laughs> real time. Yeah. <laughs> they don't wander to the wax museum. They wander to the House of, of Wax, house of wax. Yeah. which is made, made of, of wax. wax. <laughs> My note at that point, and I did enjoy this film. <laughs> <laughs> My note at this point was. The house of wax is made of wax. Yeah. They must think this. The, the audience are dumbasses. <laughs> no, but to be fair, I, it's a twist. I do think it's completely impractical. Like you can't have a house of wax. You, you can't. Get a warm no. day, it fucking melts. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. In, <laughs> out of the doorway. Like, do they know the Waxing physics of wax? Just, yeah. <laughs> a house of wax made of wax in Louisiana. <laughs> in, Louisiana. In, the bayou, in the bayou. Possibly <laughs> filmed in Australia. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you get the backstory of Trudy being the celebrated wax museum. There, there is yeah. the mum from the beginning. But then we see um, a, and then we see Vincent's work. We get a lot of patents. Vincent after them. Vincent Price. Yeah, there you go. Um, there was a nod. There's one okay, little nice. nod. Yeah, that's nice. See, I, that's a note I did make. Although I'm sure there's a nice one. Oh, I made another note actually that Chad Michael Murray's favourite football team was the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills. There you go. Good. Yeah, and then there's the dog scene. Is that the, the, the fake yeah. dog scene? Yes. Yeah. I Which, just wanted to uh, get something up on, on uh, IMDb that I noticed before. That's a name that I can't remember it now. Um, so, you know Trudy? Hmm. Do we see her in the coffin? Um, I don't really see. I don't think we... not at the start. I think when you go back later, I think Maybe. you see it. You see, you see like a wax version of it. You see a wax version later. The woman who plays her, her name is Dragisha De Dragisha De Debes. Dragisha. 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 I don't know, but I was expecting it to be like a drag queen. Wasn't <laughs> Dragisha. Yeah, it's not like some big fabulous. Drag queen who's playing that character, but it wasn't. It was just no, a just a woman. Drag How disappointing. Um, there's the mirror scare at this point, which, as a child, fucking scared the shit out of me. Where she wipes away a bit on the mirror, oh, and, he's and then you see Vincent looking in through the window. Retrospectively, I think it's just because they're really loud noise. 
they all did that's what they do isn't it the, the scare just after that I thought was more effective where she turns around and there's a, there's a figure the woman melted melted the maid yeah, I thought that was quite good and she breaks the maid yeah, yeah but yeah. it doesn't take very much the care. thing is is that the um, Jared Padalecki um, he gets all like he's knocked on the window she spins around sees that freaks out knocks it out and then he's like oh my god what happened what happened you just scared the shit out of her. You quite blatantly scared the shit out of her. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen when you knocked on the window from the outside and there was a wax doll behind her? No one in this film's got a brain in the head. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'd have to twist the, the wax works, you know, of the act. Oh, did the people? Not that I hate this film or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> this was the most effective bit in the film and then still freaks me out to this day. It's a bit, um, Vincent comes from the lights go off in the toilet then Jared Padler he's going to the toilet oh, and right, Vincent yeah. comes out to the floorboards and gets a pair of scissors and chops his tendon. I enjoyed that bit I thought oh Grace finally something's happening uh, I did think those scissors must be bloody sharp mm-hmm. yeah um, but I did enjoy that that's forever got that in me if I see that scene yeah in any film I like a good tendon chop yeah it definitely. makes me feel sick yeah. yeah but how long is this into the film it's about an hour it's, um, it's a, I wrote it down it's it's 45 minutes yeah 45 minutes into the film is when, when he gets chopped and then then we go back to Paris yeah. that's the first time we've seen it in about 25 minutes and um, I, I wrote down I absolutely love Paris as I'm walking to get my phone acting <laughs> <laughs> she's almost convincing as yeah. a person going to get her phone actually, as a person yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. she doesn't have somebody who gets her phone for yeah. yeah it's great and then you have the car fight scene where she locks herself in as well. Yeah. Which is all on the answer for him. Yeah. And oh, that's right, yeah, because she phones Blake to tell him, but then he doesn't answer because he's too busy having sex. Yeah. To hit Sexy him. To R&D. Mm. And then... Um, that's what they do. Yeah, because she, this is this is where the... What you were talking about before, the 4x4, this is where the actual plot point comes back because she, doesn't she, she, she looks at the... The headlight and realizes it's smashed because yeah. that's when he's inside the house. Yeah, and he's trying to get it. She's trying to get his attention by beeping the horn and that. I mean, it's still not a massive deal, is it? It's like, oh my god, we smashed your headlight. You must be a psychopath. Mm. Yeah, she does jump a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. I did really enjoy extreme waxing with Jared Padalecki. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's actually horrible. It's really effective, and I, I do like the fact that they strip him naked and he's like in peril, and it's not a woman. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was quite good. Yeah. That's usually but always a girl. Alicia's what the name was screaming far too much at this point. But luckily, there was someone on hand with some super glue. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yes, there happening. was, which I really enjoyed. I that really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> he locks it in the basement. It's a bit too elaborate. The basement for me, like it's got pictures on the wall as if he was like a serial killer. But it, were these serial killers who were picking out victims well, nearby, suppose, or were they? I suppose all those people in the town must be. People, yeah. people they've people killed. Who, yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. Or were they people in in the actual town, or people who've come off the side roads and, and passed through? Yeah, yeah. Because there was no kind like of psycho vibe. People because there's a scene later on in the cinema where everybody looks very different. Like there's all different types. Um, there's like a gothy girl, and mm. there's all different types of people who were all waxwork. So it made me think that they weren't people from a little town. They were possibly. Yeah, so like everyone moved away from the town and then they just picked up. Maybe, yeah. No, he made the town because the town doesn't actually exist. It doesn't appear on the GPS. Yeah. And the oh, police yeah, didn't yeah. know about it, did they, at the end? So it does not oh, appear town. He actually created the town. The town is a monument to his mum, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was that the, the mum was the only thing that brought people to the town. So when she no. died, 
everyone stopped going to the town and they were no, they do, built camping. Did you mention oh, at yeah, the yeah. end, um, do you, is it like a fruit factory or a sugar factory? Yeah. Hey, it, 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 there was a factory that used to be years ago, but it shut down and no one's lived here since then. I've literally yeah. seen so this all of these, so all of these wax figures are actually were actually people like hitchhiking yeah. the so all this all that needed to explain that was to fill 10 minutes of that wasted time earlier on where Paris Hilton and the boyfriend go for a walk and find loads of cars from throughout the ages mm. yeah like a, like a barn yeah a barn yeah, with yeah. cars yeah. Yeah. or even open your film a bit more interestingly and have an earlier person getting picked yeah, off yeah. and taken to wax. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna get banged just to go. Oh, we're gonna find a we're gonna find a barn to have sex in. And, 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 oh yeah. look, loads of cars. Oh look, loads of wallets. Oh look, all these people. Yeah. Where, where do mm-hmm. they all go? And then cut straight to the congregation in the church. Yeah. Then you've you've told you, yeah. you know what the backstory is. Mm. Oh, you only get fix other people's films. But you only get that with Jared. What's his name? Um, Padalecki. crying over his wax face so all of those people have all been alive and encased in wax and died encased in wax yeah and, and he's do, still alive he's just about because he's alive. just alive I do like that bit where the mace is at Dalton yeah. where he finds him sitting at the piano mm-hmm. is it yeah and he goes to help him and then because he was playing the piano earlier on which I do like yeah like put him back in that place and then pulls his face off and his face comes off that's like, really good yeah good go yeah well it's very good go it's just a horrible idea that they like he was trying to claw him out. Yeah. Like his face is literally peeling off. Yeah, like, he's pulling his Why he keeps going, I don't really know really what stops. Yeah. I did quite like where she's sticking her finger out the hole to try and uh, get his attention. So yeah, the friends arrive and the town <laughs> don't need to to, to look for yeah. Jared and Alicia. I know it's the brother, isn't it? The brother's oh, brother that turns up. Yeah. Um, because they, they forgot that he was he existed. Yes, <laughs> forgot he hadn't been in the film. Half he had, no, he hadn't. <laughs> and and, they, and he, there was no reason for him to take his shirt off again. Yeah, but still, but still, they needed to use him. Mm. Um, so he's talking to Bear. Is yeah. he saying, you know, if you're seeing them, are both saying, oh yeah, yeah, he hasn't seen them and all of that palaver. And she hears it, and she's bound to some sort of trolley, isn't she? Yeah. She managed to get free of it tries to make noise to attract attention but doesn't quite manage it and Bo's able to dismiss it as I don't know I can't remember what he dismissed it as being a cow or something <laughs> a cow <laughs> probably he's just like moo <laughs> it was a cow over there hell moo <laughs> so the only thing she can do to attract attention is <laughs> actually <laughs> Stick <laughs> her finger up through a grid. <laughs> wiggle it. Oh, wiggle it. <laughs> <laughs> many, like, um, the Shining. <laughs> yeah, Red Rum. Somebody was paid to write this film. Yeah, two people and they were Jonathan Larkin, and it would have been much better. But, Take notes, Hollywood. Huh? Um, but it does set it up for a brilliant bit of gruesomeness yeah that is good that is a good thing so and Bo I, kneels down doesn't he I don't know what he kneels down for some reason but it's yeah. it's with of course because he spots the thing <laughs> yeah. grabs it and then cuts the end off with a pale secretary oh, and then which I think is even more gross she pulls her mouth apart yeah. that's yeah. glued shut yeah. and like rips her lips yeah. that's because she realises that's the only thing she can do to attract yeah. attention is yeah. rip her mouth open. Doesn't she like put something in her mouth to like 
Yeah. Like to get the last bit. I could just literally hold it and her lips literally separate and bleed. Like mm. it's that's actually pretty effective. It's good. Mm. Uh, it's a good effect on the lips as well. Mm. Looks real. And then she's able to to actually shout out and let her brother know that she's down there. Her yeah. bad brother. Yeah. And he makes his way inside and locks Belle outside. Oh, and then this is where they go back to the to see the other people and realize that everyone's made of wax. And then they're like, no, there is someone. There's the old woman that he saw, but the old woman's on a motor and she's just like, eh, yeah, eh. which made me think of uh, Halloween 3. There's a scene in Halloween 3 with a little woman like that as well. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me of? Um, Home Alone, where he has oh, the, yeah, um, yeah. the yeah. dancing yeah. string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this way, Dalton doesn't Dalton get. Chased by Vincent now when he goes into he fa- goes into fines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very he peels off then goes. He tries to help Wade, doesn't yeah. he? And, and rips his face off, and then Vincent chases him. And then does he use? Has he got a pair of shears or two knives? Yeah, yeah, it's two knives. Yeah, and he you, he oh, yeah. chops his head off in a very elaborate way, yeah. which is brilliant. Quite a samurai, it's like a samurai thing. <laughs> the the, the, um, the knives stay attached to the head, and he pulls the body off, and the head stays. stays. But initially, if you when you look at the knives, you realise one knife is the head of a sea monster, and one, yeah. is, one knife is the tail of a sea yeah, monster. Yeah, it's like a dragon like or a, something. Looks like a sea monster wow. in the sea coming up, coming in So out can we sea. just say that the gore in this is pretty good? The gore's good. The gore's great. Yeah. yeah. So there is positives. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that there's not positives. It's just a far, far away by the negatives. Yeah. I just hated it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not um, saying I'm not being negative. I just hated it. <laughs> yeah. So this is the point where I realised Paris Hilton had been off screen for half an hour. And that's where we get back to them having sex. Am I right? No. Is, there's a bit where she's where they're hiding from him. Um, and she hides underneath. Oh, she hides in the priest's underneath the priest's skirt, which I just think. Uh, is, with the chair. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I wonder how knowing that is. <laughs> hiding underneath a priest's skirt just feels really inappropriate. <laughs> And a bit on the nose. Um. <laughs> depends. <laughs> it depends on the priest. Paris and the black guy. Yeah. Are going to get down to her, aren't they? Which I really love that time. song, by the way. I know we're back to the stereotypical black music, but it's Brothers Clancy Automatic, and it used to be my jam. So they're playing, they're playing, yeah, Automatic, and he's having a, uh, she's having a little dance and stuff. Um, and I, I was thinking, you know, here we go again with the R&B. And, but then I noticed, uh, but I wasn't offended long enough not to fetishise his perfect chocolate abs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did check out his, his ass as he lay dying with a knife in his throat. <laughs> Come at me, I'm problematic. His chest <laughs> is, like, incredible. Um, so this... he's bumped off and then she's we have a Paris Hilton chase, which I really enjoyed. Sorry. There's just this amazing scene that made me think of Michael Jackson. Because <laughs> the black boyfriend comes out and then this long-haired, scary white dude comes back in and replaces <laughs> And that's when she turns the lights on and I just amazed that laugh and I was like, oh my God, it's MJ. <laughs> it's, it's Michael Jackson's um, career, summed up. Yeah. Yeah. his life in, in a, Yeah, and his daughter's in Paris as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just proper tickly. And I don't know why, it just occurred to me this time, but I was crying laughing. <laughs> Uh, so she's horrified and runs off I love that the fact that the, she, she's getting chased to her death and the level of emotion that Paris Hilton manages to muster is essentially come down at Coachella <laughs> that's, that's how stressed she is she's just like oh, oh, oh god what's going on um, I loved um, 
the blades coming up through the grater's floor. Oh, yeah. Yes. I thought that was good. I like... I quite like it when it stabs through a fork, but my favourite bit is where it nearly stabs it in the boobs. Yeah. She just lifts the boobs yeah. up in time, like, okay. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not there, honey. Never my, never my boobs. And I liked um, Paris's um, running with a limp acting. Yes. <laughs> this point, she managed <laughs> yeah. to be very, she managed to be consistent yeah. with yeah. what had happened. But, um, years, she was funny. Paris um, apparently wouldn't scream on set as well as she didn't like it. She got really shy, so she made all the crew scream with her. <laughs> oh, that's camp. <laughs> I was like, oh, bless the little socks. And I'm sorry, but this is one of my favourite kills in, like, anything ever. I just think yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, the throwing of the spear like, through the windows of all the cars and right into my right eye. Into her, yeah. Yeah. And then he gets the camera out and it's, the, like, the savage pushing her off the blade yeah. to take it out of her head. That's Good. No, it is good. It is good. I do just wish it had been in her mouth. But as we've already ascertained, yeah. she would have just swallowed it. Yes. <laughs> it would have turned into a superhero film. <laughs> <laughs> wow, imagine. What's your superpower? I swallow. <laughs> Sounds like a Disney channel for a guy Carly, but I swallow. <laughs> Super soft. <clears throat> So then we get a bit of backstory, don't we, about the Siamese... So they were Siamese twins, mm. the boys. So Vincent and Beau were Siamese twins, separated at birth, and the procedure left Vincent horribly disfigured. Mm. Well, wasn't it... They talk about the doctor who, who was like... The dad is the doctor. He was the disgraced doctor who left the city uh, to, to do medical experiments that shouldn't be performed, so I'm guessing that's the... He separated the separated yeah. two kids, and that's why he got disbarred. Yeah. So, yeah. So, wouldn't this be called ableist now? This will... Mm. This will be very yeah, problematic. Probably. Very problematic. I'm sorry, we need to stop talking about it now. <laughs> okay. Well, no, actually, I think it's pro-disability, because the disability... You can be anyone. You can be a serial killer. If you want to be a serial killer, you can. <laughs> you do it. Don't let your disability hold you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's the good guy as well. Yeah. The, the society thinks that he's the bad guy, but in yeah. reality, he's got a heart. Yeah. Well, again, that's the twist, isn't it? That you find so out the pro. You find out that Bo is the evil twin, not Vincent. I've got a yeah. the way. It's like, yeah. Um, yeah. This uh, isn't a problematic fave, unless you're black. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like and then we get the, um, the baby... Jane cinema screen. Just the I enjoyed that. Which, by the way, as a kid, had no idea what that film was. Yeah, would that be your fav- your first introduction to yeah. Baby Jane? And I still didn't realise that that's what the film was until I watched it this time. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's why I knew that bit of yeah. the film. It just completely went over my head. Although, in fairness, I always remember thinking, God, that film's really creepy. Yeah. Whatever they're watching there is really fucking creepy, but yeah. they don't fucking clue what it was. The waxworks in the cinema are quite good as well. One of them looked like Selma Blair. Mm. <laughs> I thought that. The one that he thinks is got his yeah. hair before he waxed it, it was Selma Blair. It was. She was acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they chose Baby Jane because of the, um, the siblings, one evil, one good rivalry thing, didn't they? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Good twin, bad twin, do. <laughs> <laughs> We've not got it yet. Let's leave it, yeah. But they're not twins, are they, in Baby Jane? No, they're not. See, this was my favourite scene in the film because you got two minutes of a good film. <laughs> the idea of her pretending to be one of the wax dolls in the theatre is a good concept. Isn't it? Yeah. It's the way she's like yeah. shifting her eyes back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fun. 
It also made me think of um, Knife and Heart that we watched a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. The, yeah. the, the, the scenes set, cinema set. Yeah, I did make another better day. It was probably the best actor in this film. She's <laughs> 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 not even in it. I like the so is this where we get back to the house and we realise it's made of wax? No, we get told it's made of wax when they very day early on. Oh, did we? See, they shouldn't have done that. We were very explicitly. We did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you was a jump forward. Um, they should have kept that quiet. Yeah, so he gets knocked unconscious and um, after being shot with the arrows, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they break into a, a, a gun shop. But all it's in there is crossbow. Yeah. You're forgetting that this film. Ass. <laughs> yeah. You're forgetting that this film wasn't made for the general population. This film was made for simpletons. Well, <laughs> which possibly is the ablest as well. Yeah. <laughs> so they they couldn't have left it out in the beginning. They needed to let you know. Well, funny enough, um, I was reading up on it, and it won Paris Hilton won like Golden Raspberry Award yeah. for Worst Actress, which you know I think is a bit harsh. It's unfair compared to a lot of actresses. What else was not that year though? I mean, it's... I don't know. But... Yeah, but I mean, like I think you could even give it to one of the other actresses. Anyone in that film could win a Golden Raspberry. I don't think she was bad. I found the I found an interesting co- contrast with um, it won Golden Raspberries, but it also won Best Horror, Best Scream Scene, and such at the Teen Choice Awards. So that's but that's what I mean. It's, that yeah. shows you that how obviously it was going for for a certain audience, and they yeah. lapped it up. Yeah. So it is like a Paris Hilton. Hello, Paris Hilton. Teenager, teenager, Loved teen it. choice, yeah. fifteen. Yeah. So you know what I mean. It's, you can see that it, it was setting out to do a certain job for the for yeah. the audience, and it did it. No. And Paris it doesn't was, have to like it. Paris was nominated for best scared as shit performance <laughs> in the MTV Movie Awards again. So yeah. that's the market that they were going that's, for. Yeah. You know, you're so cool when you um get awards and name stuff like mm. that. Yeah. Like yeah. they're just so down with the kids. Yeah, it's, a, it's the MTV generation mm. film. It's popcorn horror. I'm surprised. Yeah, like, did, did you have like a best couple and stuff at the MTV Awards? Best and kiss and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's so gross. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the final showdown with Vincent and uh, the dull heroes is when we realize when. Oh, they, the, first the of all, they find that um, their friends, the other friend who got his head chopped off earlier on. And you go to try and release him from the thing, but obviously his head's still not very secure. Yeah. So we accidentally decapitate him. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and he looks really disgusted and she like screams and I was just like, That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You've tortured him by ripping his skin off and then you take his head off. I didn't get why when they shot Bo, they like shot him with arrows. They went, Oh it's just like, Oh he must be dead, let's just go. I'm like yeah. Just kill him. You just, just shot him with two arrows. Oh, this won't come back to haunt us yeah, at all. We'll no. just walk off. Yeah, off we go. I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake. At least he checked for ammo in the gun, isn't he? Yeah, I'll check his ammo. We'll check his pockets for ammo. We'll check if he's still alive or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm complaining about that. Mm. Just, just general just shit. Things. I like, then you go into the house starts melting. Like, like slowly starts melting. And there's the bit where they focus on all the, um, the posh people with the cigarette holders. Yeah. And it made me think of like Martin when um, <laughs> when global warming hits in a few years, years this I can just see you melting dressed in a ball Because by the end, he's taken up smoking again because of I know because he's posing with a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. There well, there'd just... be no point not smoking by then. Oh, yeah. We'll smoking. I think the only good shot in the film that I the only shot that I actually thought was good came about this time. It's where um, it's, she's hiding in like the nursery or something, isn't it? Hmm. And she. And then I think it's when Vincent's chasing her, 
and then to get into the room. Do you think this is good? He sticks the knife through the door and then chops down. Oh, it and slides it, down. Does the wax? Does the wax babies? Babies of them. Oh, chops them in half. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. It was a little on the nose, wasn't it? Like we're the twins that were separated by our face. Now let's visually represent that yeah, by yeah. slicing well, them in half. Nice, my shot. Well, my favorite shot in the film was um, the bit where they're in the house of wax sign and it's 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 melting oh, down God. and they're oh, yeah. trapped together. Like, ah! <laughs> 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 it's like camp disaster movie stuff. <laughs> Terrible CGI as well, though. It's awful. Yeah. um there's a bit where the chandelier falls through, yeah. which made me think of like Phantom of the Opera, but I thought that was very weird because this one has nothing Phantom of the Opera-y about it, yeah. except for that. But then the original one did have Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they put it in because that's what the original made you think of. But I was like, but you didn't manage to do that. Yeah, it doesn't fit. You failed. Yeah. Um... No, I thought that was completely on the nose, that scene. No, it's on the nose, but what I mean is, just oh, visually, just visually, I think it was just the only actual nice-looking shot in the film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But for me, anyway. At I least thought. it's nearly finished. Can we just point out that they don't act at any point like melting and wax fucking hurts? <laughs> I thought it would at least be very, very hot. They would have been, like, severely burnt, because if you drop a bit of wax on your hands, you at least go, ow, never mind, yeah. clawing through it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like a little, that's just like a little drop from a candle yeah. you get there in a whole yeah. building. Yeah. That was, like, literally melting on top of them. I like the bit where the, the brother gets stabbed. It, she said she takes the blade out of her own brother's leg and then stabs Vincent, and Vincent falls back and falls on top of bed, uh, Bo. Yeah, and the two brothers like go down together. I thought that was actually quite a little reconnected. Reconnected, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They so, should have sealed them back together with the wax. Well, that, well, that, kind of, that's they implied. Did, yeah. isn't I suppose they did, yeah. And that's on the nose as well. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only good bits of this film, are apparently, the bits where they go really obvious. But it is a nice scene. I'll yeah. give you. I like I like the the how the house melts, and I think the whole thing, the whole premise is is like good in the context of the film. I just wish they did. <laughs> I just wish they'd have saved it as a surprise. There are no real subtleties in this film. You can't actually have any highlights that are subtle because mm-hmm. there is nothing subtle in this film. <laughs> no. um, really. Though the stairs melting did remind me of the, the stairs in um, Nightmare yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Except they were better. And that made sense because it was a dream. <laughs> yeah. this made sense because the house was made of wax and that's completely practical of, of course of course what was the thinker um, uh, so anyway they get away yeah <laughs> just, I think that ooh, there was a real fire on set and they got massively sued for it is right. this in Australia yeah so did they film it all in Australia yeah I think so uh, which leads to my next little nuggets of information that no, no one will care about um, the cop at the end was in prisoner cell block H huh? uh, he was one of the prison officers mm. Um, I also really enjoy the pointless reveal of the fact <laughs> that the three brothers <laughs> and it was Why? the hillbilly. Did yeah. Why do, I mean, all I can assume is that they were thinking, oh, we need to do something that's set up for a sequel. But no, they did not think they would get a sequel from this shit. Well, like, I want to know, yeah. where, where was he attached? Were they Siamese <laughs> triplets? <laughs> and is he evil or good or is he just like in between <laughs> yeah has that ever happened so, yeah. so there's a good one an evil one and so what the, the Siamese triple must be sort of new we've never yeah. <laughs> don't know what it is that, let's actually have a spin off film let's find out yeah yeah. where he's just like madly angry 
The music in this film is by John Ottman, who gave us half the Halloween H2O soundtrack before they replaced it with the Scream 2 soundtrack. Yeah. It's very over the top, isn't it? The, the score, which I don't mind. That's fine. Mm. Mm. The music is really heavy yeah. emo at the time, except the end of it. Yeah, like like romance, and I really enjoyed that song. So. And there's a bit of Marilyn Manson in there as well. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just like that late 90s, early 2000s, everything was like a bit new metal. Yeah, it had to mm. be a bit like that, didn't it? Like, because we're a horror film and we're like scary and dogs, therefore we have to do with the goths. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Well, Scream did it, didn't it? Scream had a lot of that on its soundtrack, so that's it. Yeah, to carry on with that. Um, well, not like metally, but yeah, it, there's like, a lot of emo rock on emo screen. Yeah, yeah. And loads of them just did the craft and a lot yeah. of them around this time. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the faculty edgy, as well. Wasn't it? I loved the faculty. I saw that again recently. And lots of 80s horrors had like metal yeah. soundtracks, didn't they? Yeah. It, it was just this go to thing. Yeah. That sounds creepy. Yeah, I'd say I'd, I start making notes about 40 minutes from the end. Yeah, like, I mean, this, I this has been out for 90 it. minutes and it's, there's still like half an hour left. And yeah. I don't, I'm out. I'm, I don't care. It didn't, I, it, nothing was sucking me in with it. No. Even Paris Hilton wasn't sucking <laughs> me in. Yeah. Um, it wasn't sucking me in, but I was just so half watching it. But I, I do see why you like it. Because I think it's, you know, especially the last half of it's fun. Yeah. Um, but. It's another one of them films where I think if I'd watched it when I was 15, I'd love it. But mm. it didn't. So. Well, I repaid £8 to buy it again now. And yeah. I don't regret it. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Good for you. I just think, for me, it is the type of film when I don't want to think about anything in the world. I don't want to pay too much attention to it. I just want to put it in, laugh at the good bits and the bad bits. <laughs> and just forget the world. And I think that's perfectly fine. That's that's yeah, what the film sets out to do for me, and that's what it does it well. Escapism, pure yeah. escapism. I don't think I'll seek it out, but when it's inevitably on um, E4. the horror channel no, or E4 yeah. or whatever, and it happens to be on, and I can't think of what else to watch, I won't turn it off. I'll probably watch it. Like Jeepers Creepers too. Completely. Yeah, I'd watch Jeepers Creepers. I'd watch any of the Jeepers Creepers before. <laughs> the third one, <laughs> not the third one. No, no one would do that. Instead of this, no, they're, they're, I mean, they're both pretty bad. This yeah. was just, oh, I couldn't. It's just, I just, I just couldn't believe it. Just, it was like, <laughs> it's just, it just two hours long and nothing really happens until like the last 40 minutes. And it's just, oh. But never mind, let's hear some more of Paris Hilton's best friends are. <laughs> All I see is fuck boys everywhere trying to make a pass, but I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. Fuck, fuck, fuck boys everywhere trying to make a pass, but I can't stop looking at my best friend's ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I took to Twitter to ask what people preferred. You'll guess everybody said what? Paris Hilton. Mm. Everyone said Price. Um, th- yeah, so essentially everybody said Vince Price. Um, um, it's all wrong. But um, I would say that in this film, Paris Hilton isn't the worst thing in it. No. 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 In fact, she's probably <laughs> one of the better things. Of it. She's funny. She is. It's funny to watch it, especially in the context of what her real life was at that time yeah, as well. If if I say if the whole film was kind of marketing towards this, so you've seen a sex tape now. Is a film where she's obviously playing up that she's been in a sex tape. Then okay, that fair enough. That works. But it just I think the worst thing in this was the scripts. <laughs> The script like, is crap. Yeah. It's crap. It's like when your script is the worst thing in a film. 
You fucks either way. Yeah, that's what I mean. I pass it. <laughs> I'm not slut shaming you, by the way, Paris Hilton. Mm. I admire your work greatly, and I only aspire. Well, yeah. I was about to say, to make a career Paris Hilton <laughs> isn't a professional actress, mm. and yet she, and granted, she is only really playing herself, but she's better than the majority of actors. Yeah, in she film. at least holds her own yeah. against yeah. everyone. Yeah, she's not the worst thing in this. But that, that's not a good thing. Chad Michael Murray, who at this point was Is being it? groomed to be the next uh, Brad yeah, Pitt. Yeah, yeah. He was. You know, yeah. He was being pushed yeah. very, very he- heavily as a lead and get mm. your shirt off so that people, you know, mm. And it didn't work because mm. he was a shit actor. He is, he is so yeah. crap. He's so crap. Did people see this film and go, no. Yeah. No, I think he, he, he really got pushed a bit further along, actually. He was in other things. This was all like... Was this One Tree Hill time or was it after? I think it was, yeah. Because he started in Dawson's Creek, he had a small yeah. part in Dawson's Towards Creek. Yeah. I say small part, it wasn't a small part because I saw him in boxer shorts and it's not a small part. <laughs> yeah. um, but then he, uh, he was the lead in One Tree Hill, was he? Mm. Yeah. And then, and then this? Yeah. This is trying to break into film. Yeah. And then this is the gap in between Dreadnought, Pedalaki being on Gilmore Girls mm. and then going on to Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. And mm. so he's... he's He's so had he a big to, career, hasn't he? Big yeah, TV career. Right, yeah, don't know how because that's the worst program ever. But yeah, it's so still going. It's yeah. just like like Cursed. We watched Cursed, and it's like that's bad, but at least you can laugh at it. It was funny, wasn't it's it? It's fun and yeah. bad. Whereas this, I I didn't have much fun with it really. Yeah, yeah. I did. Now I've got to admit, I never really had much fun with it. So I would yeah, say it's not fun in the same way. I won't watch Cursed again. I will watch this again. Yeah, I won't watch either of them no. again. If I can help it, I'll never see either of them again. You'd never see Kirsty again? I would watch Kirsty again in a heartbeat. If I get invited down to Stevens and he gives me a choice between Kirst and this, yeah. it's going to be this. Oh, yeah, I'd probably say that. Really? Yeah. I'd, I'd, and I'd be quite happy to be at Stevens watching this. I wouldn't be unhappy. Yeah. You'd be unhappy. I'd be watching me here. When are you, you inviting <laughs> us around to your new flat to watch a horror film? Oh, yeah, okay. When are you inviting us around to your new flat to watch a horror film? When are you inviting us around to your old house to watch a horror film? <laughs> 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 Stay tuned to find Stay out. <laughs> um, so there we go. There we have it. So two very, very different films with the same name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to see a better version of House of Rex 2015? Go and watch Tortoise Trap. Tortoise Trap, which we will probably cover at some point because mm-hmm. I still haven't seen that film. Yeah, it's really good. It's bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jonathan hates it. Would never watch it again. Stephen stands by the fact that he loves it. Martin would rather watch this than Cursed. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I half enjoyed it. Wasn't really bothered. It's a strong man. <laughs> it's a strong man. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, but what do you think of it? If you want to get in touch, you can get me on Twitter at Johnny Larkin. You can get Jonathan Butler. Uh, at Cthulhu 502. You can get Stephen Moore. At HD99. Where are we going to get Martin? I'll be in the basement with anything. <laughs> through the <grid. laughs> believe you never said I'll be in the foyer trying to fit three balls in <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Maybe, maybe we should record several endings <laughs> a bit like Black Mirror yeah. people can, re- can choose choose, the end, right? choose what Martin's choose <laughs> where you choose can where Martin is that's, today. A, that's an amazing like, idea <laughs> 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 if you want Martin to do this it's a big victory Oh yeah, I got the balls pissed. <laughs> <laughs>